0: Hello and welcome back to Quick Shanti, the place where we digest timeless wisdom one bite at a time. Today, we're exploring the topic of ritual. Now, the concept of ritual has evolved beyond its traditional association with religious practices. Ritual is actually a very fundamental aspect of human culture and experience. Ritual can be seen as any pattern of behavior performed repeatedly with intention and meaning in order to help us cultivate a connection with something greater than ourselves. Now, the structure of ritual helps individuals to stay committed and focused and ground themselves in the present moment and also infuse it with great meaning. Now we have much more to come, but first let's settle in with a little bit of awareness. Go ahead and soften your gaze or close down your eyes. Release any tension from your shoulders, raising them up and down away from your ears. Unclench your fists, release your jaw, relax the muscles on your face. Together we'll take a nice deep inhale through the nose It's a big open mouth exhale. For release. All right, let's dive in. So the word ritual, it often evokes images of somber religious traditions. And I'll be honest, when I was younger, my understanding of ritual was very much limited to mass and church. So all of the rules and the postures and the standing up and the sitting down and the kneeling and the standing back up again, it was all really confusing to me. I remember learning about it in school and reading about it in textbooks and just picking it up through osmosis, but the heart-mind connection just was not there for me, which isn't totally surprising for a seven-year-old, right? Um, On one event, I even remember vividly sitting in my childhood church in one of the pews with my siblings and the priest was walking down the the aisle with the incense holder and we just got totally smoked by the incense just like straight to the face and we were all holding in these coughs right you're like trying not to cough super loud out of like respect or reverence so We understood that it was this important ritual, right? But at the same time, I know at least I just didn't quite get it. Um, But obviously you grow older, you learn more about the world and other traditions. And with that, my understanding of ritual has expanded. And I've come to realize that ritual is so much more than the prescribed actions of an institutionalized ceremony, right? Ritual can take on many, many, many different forms. I think the evolution of the concept of ritual beyond its traditional association with religious practice is a positive development. It really reflects the broader role that ritual plays in human culture and human experience. Joseph Campbell, the famous scholar and mythologist, he defined ritual as a symbolic action or series of actions that are performed to connect with the sacred. Now, according to Campbell, Ritual is a way of transforming the ordinary into the extraordinary and of connecting with something larger than ourselves. Ritual is a way of connecting with something deeper and more meaningful than our everyday experience. Joseph Campbell frequently expressed that the modern world lacks meaningful rituals, which can lead to a sense of disconnection and alienation he saw a need for new forms of ritual that can help us connect with each other and with the larger forces that give our lives meaning. So in this sense, I think it's very wise for individuals to develop their own rituals and explore different ways of connecting with the sacred. It doesn't have to be communal, and it doesn't have to have morality infused into it. Um, You have free reign to develop your own rituals. You know, you're a free agent here. Now, when I say ritual is a way of connecting with the sacred, when Joseph Campbell says that ritual is a way of connecting with the sacred, I want to be clear. So there's a voice in my head that's like, hey, I thought we weren't talking about religion, right? What is this sacred business all about? But we're not. We're still not. And the sacred could mean a million different things to a million different people. The way I see it, and you can take this, or you can leave it in the dust, The sacred represents a sense of profound and ultimate reality that transcends our ordinary, everyday experience. It's intimately connected to the human psyche and to our innermost selves. You know, we touch it when we experience awe, mystery, wonder, reverence. It's both universal and incredibly personal. So the sacred can be the ultimate nature of reality or simply be your own inner wisdom. It's whatever it is. It's whatever you want it to be. Overall, the sacred is a powerful force that can inspire us to rise above our limitations and connect with something greater than ourselves, something beyond our individual self. So ritual, in this way, can serve as a great method for tapping into the connection with the sacred. And I think it's really wise for individuals to develop their own rituals. Just like Joseph Campbell mentioned, we don't have a lot of um, concrete rituals in our daily lives that help facilitate this type of connection, right? So I think it is very wise for individuals to develop their own set of rituals as part of a consistent practice to connect with this essence, this sacred sense. Now, your practice your spirituality, whatever you want to call it, is a deeply personal evolution. It's important to develop rituals and practices that resonate with you rather than conforming to dogmas or rigid beliefs just because. Ultimately, the purpose of ritual and spiritual practice is to awaken a sense of awe and wonder and reverence within ourselves. It's Creating space to ask those fundamental questions like, who am I? Why am I here? And really seeking to understand your place and your connection to this vast and beautiful natural world that we're all a part of. Ritual sets us up to foster this deeper understanding of our place in the world. All that to say, I want to be clear that ritual is yours for the making and it can have a really powerful effect on your practice and just on your daily life, on your experiences in the present moment. Now, as we defined with our friend Joseph, ritual is about creating a space to connect with the sacred. In ritual, we bring together the elements of space and objects and intention, and we're able to establish a container for our practice that allows us to drop into a state of receptivity. And experience the peace of the present moment, connect with something bigger than our individual selves, or connect with a deeper, quieter part of yourself. So the beauty of ritual is that it can take on many forms, and it can be tailored to suit our individual needs and beliefs. I've seen great significance in creating a really low-maintenance ritual that can be done every day. To establish a ritual... I'd say there are three essential elements that you may consider, although these are merely suggestions and not strict guidelines. Um, But I do believe these elements can help to create a ritual that is easy to maintain and perform on a regular basis, as well as imbue your day with um, more significance and purpose. So first, choose a location. So decide where you want to carry out your ritual. Uh, it could be a special room in your home, a corner of your bedroom, it could be in your backyard or on your favorite bench. Um, just make sure that the location feels comfortable and conducive to the energy that you want to cultivate. I find that by using the same space each day, you can build a sense of familiarity and continuity in your practice, allowing you to more easily ground yourself. Um, you know, just have some intention behind your location. This really sets you up for Um, a powerful space that can support and enhance your experience and number two select you know your tools and your objects so what i love the most about ritual is that it's really interactive with the senses so when you carry out a ritual you're using your mind you're using your space you're using objects you can use earthly elements touch, smell, sound, you know, it's a very creative act and um, a way to cultivate a certain energy or intention as you move into your practice. So choose items and tools that resonate with you, that uh, resonate with the meaning of your practice. You know, some items might include things like plants or special books, figurines, mala beads, you know, any objects that feel meaningful. Now, sound is also an important element. Bells or singing bowls or even just soft music playing in the background. I actually know someone who listens to Gregorian chants while they journal. So, you know, do you, you know, pick what what sounds right to you. Sometimes I'll listen to soft chanting or certain meditation music. Um, But like I said, up to you. It can quite literally set a tone for your practice. Now, I find smells to be incredibly powerful and to have a really profound effect on our state of mind, our state of being. So things like candles, incense, ironically, (laughs) oils, um, even just the act of lighting a candle can be deeply symbolic, right? Um, And that coupled with scent can signal the start of your meditation or ritual. So... Really using smell to switch you into a certain state of mind can be, yeah, can be quite profound. Remember, these tools are just suggestions, not rules. So use what resonates with you and helps you to create the right environment for your practice. That might include one tool, a couple of different things. It could include nothing at all. It's totally up to you. Um, these are just suggestions. Now number three, the final element that is important to consider in cultivating a ritual, is to set an intention. So to truly harness the power of ritual, it is important to set an intention. intention. So the effectiveness of a ritual doesn't really depend on the specific actions we take, but rather on the energy and purpose that we infuse into them. So if we go through the motions without any real connection or intention, the ritual will lose its potency. So it's really crucial to ask yourself, what am I seeking? Am I trying to cultivate peace and tranquility? Or am I trying to establish a deeper connection to my intuition and inner wisdom? Or perhaps you're seeking to release negative energy and invite more positivity into your life. Whatever your intention may be, allow it to guide your actions and focus your mind. When you set a clear intention you create a sense of direction and purpose that can infuse your ritual with deeper meaning and significance. Remember, the true power of ritual lies not in the actions themselves, but in the energy and intention behind them. In ritual, when we bring together these elements of space, objects, and intention, we are creating a container for our practice. And just like a container holds and protects its contents... This container holds and protects the energy and intention we bring to our practice. It's through the careful crafting of these elements that we're able to drop into a space where we're ready to connect. Perhaps it's the familiarity of the space, the scent of the incense or the sound of the bell that immediately brings us into this state of receptivity, this really specific state of mind. Whatever it may be, These elements work together to help us switch into the right mindset for our practice. The more you do it, the more familiar it becomes and the easier it is to drop into that state of connection. With each repetition, the container becomes stronger and more potent, right? That's the power of ritual. Now I'm not big on rules and restrictions, yet a certain kind of structure can be liberating. And I believe that's the structure of ritual. So ritual provides us with a framework for our practice. What's particularly beautiful about ritual is that it gives us a way to begin and end our practice. So the structure of ritual can be freeing in this way. It sort of allows us to let go of the need to make decisions about what we should be doing in the moment. Instead, we can simply follow the ritual and trust that it will guide us in the right direction. This can be a huge relief for those like me who are overwhelmed by the endless choices and decisions of modern life. So in essence, rituals provide us with a container for our practice, helping us to ground ourselves in the present moment and guiding us on our journey of self-discovery and connection. Now there's a little paradox here and it wouldn't be a spiritual lesson without a paradox, would it? So on one hand, rituals need time. Give them time. Give yourself time to get into it. You know, repetition is your friend. In the same way that a new house or a new apartment doesn't immediately feel like a home, rituals also need time to take root and become a part of our lives. We may start a new ritual and initially feel like it doesn't quite fit, but with repetition and patience, it can become a really meaningful part of the everyday. Now, here's the catch. If we become too attached to our rituals, they can lose their potency and become lifeless, much like the institutional rituals that lull us to sleep, right? So it's important to remember that rituals are not an end in themselves, but a means to an end. They are a tool for bringing us into the present moment and infusing it with meaning, but they should not be mistaken for the moment itself. When we lose sight of this, we risk becoming attached to the form of the ritual rather than its essence, and in doing so, we miss out on the very thing that the ritual is meant to reveal to us. To avoid this trap, I suggest approaching rituals with a spirit of openness and curiosity. We should be willing to experiment with different practices and adapt them to suit our changing needs and circumstances. So yeah, be mindful to when a ritual is no longer serving you, and be willing to let it go. And explore new ways of connecting with the present moment, of connecting with the sacred. In this way, we can keep our rituals fresh and alive. So hang on tight, but also be ready to let go. So to close, the concept of ritual is not limited to religion. It's a fundamental aspect of human culture and experience. Rituals can help us cultivate a connection with something greater than ourselves, foster a sense of awe, wonder, and reverence, and provide a structure for our meditation practice. The beauty of ritual is that it can take many, many different forms and be tailored to suit our individual needs and beliefs. So whether we choose to develop our own personal rituals or not, it's it's up to you right there are of course other ways of experiencing all and wonder and connection this is yeah simply a suggestion all right that's all we got for today i hope you enjoyed um about halfway through i was i had said ritual so many times that i'm really unsure if i'm even pronouncing it right at this point so anyway enjoy as usual feel free to reach out if you have any questions or comments or just want to say hi uh, my info is in the description below. Thank you for joining me, and until next time, stay curious.